to the worship Coleman, and this is Wooing with Jesus. I, I named it Wooing with Jesus because if you like me and you're in a wheelchair, we woo with Jesus. We also laugh with Jesus, we cry with Jesus, and everything in between. So, here we go. This week, in the last couple of days, I've been thinking a lot about what it means to be a good listener. I don't know if you're anything like me, but currently I have I have five caregivers who um get me up and get me dressed and help me get through the day. I also have a husband and parents. All of these people have opinions and they they like to talk and talk and talk and so the last couple of days I've been thinking about in my personal question what I needed to do to be a better personal. I don't have to take all of their advice and all of their opinions, but I do have to be a, a better listener. And I, I was researching right last night and according to Forbes, um, there are 10 ways to be a better listener. And because I'm an awful reader, because my cerebral palsy affects my reading and my speech and a whole lot of other things. I'm gonna let the iPad read it to us. So, Forbes 10 Steps to Effective Listening by Diane Schilling. Step 1. Face the speaker and maintain eye contact. Step 2. Be attentive, but relaxed. Step 3. Keep an open mind. Step 4. Listen to the words and try to picture what the speaker is saying. Step 5. Don't interrupt and don't impose your solutions. Step 6. Wait for the speaker to pause to ask clarifying questions. Step 7. Ask questions only to ensure understanding. Step 8. Try to feel what the speaker is feeling. Step 9. Give the speaker regular feedback. Step 10. Pay attention to what isn't said. To nonverbal cues. You think it's too fast? What's that? You think it's too fast? No, I don't think it's perfect. Okay. 
Um, so obviously, with God, we don't have to do all ten steps because I I don't know about you, but I don't exactly know what God looks like because um, He's there and we feel Him and we hear Him. But we can't see him. He's kind of like the wind, uh, uh, and visible, but yet invisible presence. So I, I started thinking and praying last night about ways to hear from God. And there were several verses that came to mind, including be still and know that I am God, which is from Psalm 46:10, and also speak for your servant is listening, which is from uh, Samuel. I think we need to come my notes. Yeah, it's first Samuel three verse nine. It says speak word for your servant hears. And that's often what I say when when I want God to say something. My stepkids have been spending a lot of time with us lately because their mom and, and stepdad have a lot of decisions to make about the future. So I've been trying to encourage my stepkids who were 14, 18, and 19 just to cry out to, to, to God and cry out to Jesus to help their family sort through the confusion and the decisions that need to be made. And then I got think, thinking, well, I don't really know exactly what they believe. And I don't know that I told them necessarily what I believe. They know that I'm a minister and that I've had several volunteer jobs for several churches and several ministries. But I would like to say to Rain and River and Sephira right now that Jesus was born in a barn in an inn and placed in an animal uh, in other words, I was 
he was pleased in where the cows and pigs eat their dinner so that he would be able to grow up and minister to the Romans and the Jews and the Sadducees and Pharisees and all, all the other groups that had conflict and provide peace. He's the best family counselor and family friend that you could ever have. And he died a brutal death on the cross for us so that he could live eternally just so that we could speak to him and cry out to him when we have comforts and when we're confused. So I encourage you all, not just my subjects, to, to cry out and to ask questions. God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit loves when you ask questions because it encourages growth, not only physically, but mentally, emotionally, and especially spiritually. If you ask a question like it says to do in Matthew 7, 7, where it says, knock, and the door will be open, ask, and it will be answered. And again, that is from the Hello Frozen. <laughs> I would encourage you to go back and read Matthew 7, 7. As soon as you start to ask these questions, pause and wait. Be still and wait for God to speak to you. I'm going to let the iPad read another famous verse passage. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. And these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise, you shall bind them as a sign on your hand and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. Deuteronomy 6, 49 ESV. I think that's just saying that we've got to incorporate the Word of God. Not only the Old Testament, but the New Testament, and especially the Gospels, where it tells the story of Jesus and why Jesus came to save us so that we could live eternally, 
eternal with him. It's saying that we have to live and breathe and walk a wall if you in my truth. Um, the, the word of God and ingest it and breathe in and out. Um, but to do that, you have to say, Hello, God. I'm here. This is what's going on with me. If you don't know God's name or Jesus, just try talking. He will answer. Because like I said before, Matthew 7, 7 says, Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it will open to you. God loves all of us so much and has created us with or without disabilities, with or without other complications for his own glory, but also so that we can reach out and get to know him, so that we can speak to him. And when we're done speaking, he will listen. Kind of like he did with Elijah in this famous passage, which I can't find. Um, here it is. Again, I'm gonna let it read because my reading is really slow. And I don't want my speech to get in the way of God's word, word, words. He came to a cave and camped there, and the word of the Lord came to him. And he said to him, Why are you here, Elijah? And he said, I have been very zealous for the Lord, Lord of hosts, for the children of Israel have forsaken your covenant, thrown down your altars, and killed your prophets with the sword. And I alone am left, and they seek to take my life. He said, Go, and stand on the mountain before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by, and a great and strong wind split the mountains, and broke in pieces the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind, and after the wind an earthquake came, but the Lord was not in the earthquake, and after the earthquake a fire came, but the Lord was not in the fire, and after the fire a still, small voice, 1 Kings 19, 9, 12, colon, slash, slash, Bible, dot com, slash, Bible, slash, one, one, seven, one, slash, one, K-I, dot, one, nine, dot, one, two, dot, mev. So, anyway, um, I know that some of you don't understand that story, but all you need to know is Elijah loved his people and loved his neighbors and was concerned that they were headed in the wrong direction. 
So we went and prayed and asked God to speak to him. And that is when he felt the Holy Spirit speak to him in a still, small voice, like a whisper. So sometimes it's going to be like a whisper, and sometimes it's going to be like a loud yell, or like a thunderstorm, like Moses said in the morning bush. And God knows what you need when you need it. So sometimes God is going to be very forceful, and sometimes he'll be very gentle and loving in the way that he speaks to us. That is all I have for today. But I hope that you've been blessed. I would like to end with the words of William Sloan Coffin. Again, like I've done in previous uh, podcasts, it says, May the Lord bless you and keep you. May God's face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May God give you the grace never to sell yourself short. Grace to do something big for something good. Grace to remember that the world is too dangerous for anything but truth and to too small for anything but love. So may God take your minds and think through them. May God take your lips and speak through them. And may God take your hearts and set them on fire.